Toby, mm -hmm. why can't you go to the bathroom when you're crossing a border? Because of the duty-free zone. <laughs> oh, God. oh, it's early. It's early. Uh, you're listening to a brand new episode of Battery Mates. All right, welcome back to a brand new episode of Battery Mates. Uh, I'm Toby. I'm Matthew. <laughs> uh, we should switch that up eventually. Um, uh, I'll What's funny the, about that? I'll try to do the accent. Well, <laughs> the accent. Um, <laughs> it's uh, we're recording this on Friday, uh, going into Players Weekend. Uh, so uh, we have a lot of lot to talk about. We're doing we're going back to our traditional three up, three down for this episode, uh, and we're going to take some listener mail. Uh, it should be a, should be a fun one. Uh, there's a lot to cover. Uh, a lot has happened in, in the baseball world in, in the last week. Um, so I'm just going to uh, kick it right over to you, Matthew, to uh, talk about the biggest news story of the day. The biggest news story of the day by a mile is the tantrum at the Tigers. I couldn't think of anything better <laughs> <laughs> that alliterates than that. Um, Throwdown at the Tigers doesn't work. No. Um, I can't even pronounce the name of the Tiger Stadium. Carnage at... Com Com Carnage Com Comerica, yeah, that's pretty good. Comerica, Comerica. Okay, I, I should have I should have lined that up before we started recording. All right, <laughs> let's start that again. The biggest news story of the day is Carnage at Comerica, the the throwdown of the Tigers, the Tiger tantrum after. Uh, well, the Yankees started it to be honest, so that doesn't work either. But anyway, <laughs> the huge the huge uh, talking point of the day, and I think or, uh, across the weekend is going to be um, the the eight. Well, how many how many times did the benches clear? Three times, uh, I think. To, to try and to try and explain this for those people that, that didn't watch, although I strongly encourage uh, every listener of Battery Mates Nation to go to uh, open their MLB TV app and um, watch as many of the highlights as they as they can. The Tigers and the Yankees have had some uh, bad blood since um, a couple of uh, 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 batters got hit at Yankee Stadium a month ago, but last night five players. Both managers and a bench coach were ejected. <laughs> the the there were uh, uh, four hit by pitches, I think. Yep. And a uh, intra Tigers uh, brawl in the uh, in the Tigers uh, dugout between uh, Martinez and uh, Verlander. Um, we'll come to that in a little while, but spoiler alert: Verlander's in the wrong. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> um, not the biggest thing in the world, but. Um, the game lasted four hours and 13 minutes, so there's a pace of play issue here as, as well as everything else. But it all started with uh, Gary Sanchez getting uh, plumped uh, uh, his first at-bat after uh, hitting a home run. And uh, uh, he didn't he didn't charge the mound, but there were warnings. And uh, 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 in the, in the I think, the next inning, um, uh, the Tigers, uh, 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 Cabrera got thrown behind. Yeah. And there was an ejection immediately. Uh, Joe Girardi got ejected, arguing yeah. the thing out. And then at the very next, before the next pitch, before the next, the guy was before the next pitch, things really, really uh, kicked off. Now, 
I um, obviously I'm not explaining this as well as uh, you can watch just on your TV and you should you should do so. But the thing is, I quite like uh, Benchy's clearing instance. I quite like um, a little bit of rough and tumble. Well, that sure. sounded a bit weird, but you know, <laughs> Bryce Harper and Hunter Strickland, Strickland at the beginning of the year um, was 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 kind of cool. I mean, it's ended badly for Michael Morse, who hasn't played since because of concussion. But um, I kind of, you know, it's it's fun. It's it's different. Uh, it, it, there's a lot to talk about. It usually, it's just a bunch of uh, pushing and shoving. Um, but I think actually last night was a disgrace. I think that there, there were full on punches thrown. Um, sucker punches, yeah. people just kind of walking over to people already on the ground and and um, uh, uh, throwing a punch. And then um, uh, uh, after the, the, the first really big um, uh, 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 brawl, um, who is, somebody got hit directly in the helmet. Yeah, um, the James McCann, the Tigers okay. catcher, got hit in the helmet with a 98-mile-an-hour fastball from Dallin Batances on the Yankees. So I couldn't, I couldn't remember his name. I don't. Uh, AL Central is not a, a, a division I follow closely. But, oh. uh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> Toby. Um, the, uh, the, the sound of mm. the ball hitting the helmet is, is horrendous. Yeah. I, I mean, it turned out that the guy is totally okay, got up after 30 seconds and tried to... To first base, but it hit a home run in the ninth. I think the the, <laughs> the sound of it is is really really horrible, and it just seems like both teams totally totally lost control. Yep. Yeah, I you know honestly the I, I'm with you. I think that a little bit of uh, drama is is fun sometimes, um, and usually like you said it's just like pushing and shoving and some and people like you know jawing at each other uh, a lot of a lot of trash talking. Um, I'm assuming I have no idea what they're saying, uh, but you know I, I think that. The, where I would draw the line is when you're you're actually throwing a 98 mile an hour fastball at someone's head, and you know I think uh, it's fair to say I mean I think there are there'll be people and I'm sure Dallin Patances is saying it slipped or something, um, but that's not that's not an accident. You're you're definitely throwing at somebody. You might have accidentally hit him in the head, but literally that's why you can't do that. You you might accidentally hit him in the head and kill him. Um, right. Uh, I mean before that I mean this is before there were helmets, but. Uh, a Cleveland baseball player was killed on, uh, on the on the field with a uh, when he got beaned in the in the temple. Um, it's not a and granted, like probably nobody's going to be killed, but you could actually end his career. You could end someone's career, or like right. you know, someone has a bad concussion doesn't play for the rest of the season. So uh, you know, I, I think it's an incredibly dangerous. It's one thing to be throwing punches and sucker punches and whatnot. It's another thing to be throwing a literal weapon at someone's head. <laughs> I expect right. there to be huge uh, fines and suspensions in this, but baseball is, sometimes can be really bad at this. I, I, I expect to, I expect some some uh, carnage, but I don't know. What do you think? No, I, I mean, I think I think that the the league is, I think the league has been looking for a, a way to get after um, deliberate um, uh, uh, throwing at. at at batters i think they've they've been after this for a little while and just haven't gone super aggressive um it's been part of the game um but i i just think that the commissioner's uh, commissioner's office can if they want to use this as an opportunity to um really dial up the the punishments for deliberately throwing at, at a player um i think it's probably time i think that fans looking at last night's carnage will go along with it in a way they perhaps wouldn't 
Um, but, you know, the players are clearly not able to control. Uh, if you're not able to control your pitch so that you can get somebody on the hip, even that's kind of dumb. But if you can't control um, your pitch enough to get somebody on the hip and you're, and you're risking going after people's wrists, elbows, even heads, you know, it's, it's just nuts. It's you just what, nuts. You know what they, here's how you fix this. It's the same solution as the intentional walk. You just, you, you, there's some kind of signal where you're like, I just threw at you. I'm not actually going to throw at you, but let's start the fight. Let's start, let's start the ball. <laughs> right, right. Throw me out of the or, game. <laughs> or or you, like each manager gets, you know, one per um, game that the, 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 the kind of biggest player on your team is able to give to the smallest player on their team a noogie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, there's ways to solve this where uh, people's careers and lives aren't in jeopardy. Um, What's the thing? You grab people's underpants and, and yank them up. Oh, uh, yeah, a wedgie. A wedgie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so so um, former <laughs> should have been able to give uh, Cabrera a giant thunder wedgie. <laughs> that would have solved the problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's See, we're solving problems. Um, right. We are right. uh, We're basically... Solutions consultants. Um, Joe Girardi is allowed to get a wet towel and flick it really, really harder. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what you were gonna? Did you know? Do you know something more about the brawl and with Verland or the, the discussion or the, the argument with so Verlander? I, I was really confused by this um, uh, when I was reading about this because I don't know the Tigers very well. I just, it, you know, Verlander flipped Martinez off, right? And I was kind of like, wow, he. I, I just, you know, I stupidly when I was reading it, I was thinking that they were in different uh, dugouts. Um, but no, they were. Uh, Martinez was obviously trying to uh, calm people down, get people back in the dugout. Verlander, who's obviously just like a giant douchebag, uh, <laughs> took it the wrong way and you know flipped Martinez off in the dugout, and yeah. they uh, and then just and then obviously because he's you know who he is, then immediately started to <laughs> run away. Right. <laughs> um, the, the video is worth watching because you know it is it is kind of like really it's really pathetic. He Martinez is trying to be the good guy. Uh-huh. Well, Verlander, Verlander flips him off and then runs away, and Martinez is just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it's just that that is lame behavior. I mean, I think there should be there should be fines, there should be suspensions. I think the league has got to try and um, use this as an opportunity to crack down on this kind of stuff. But the Tigers have obviously got some some um in the clubhouse stuff to deal with as well because that was bush league from verlander yeah well and and they've been teammates forever i mean they've been teammates for like five six seasons so it's it's strange to see um those two players scuffle but you know and the tigers obviously there's some frustrations there because they're a horrible baseball team um and they've you know they kind of gave up on the season when the trade deadline and whatnot um but the yankees don't there's no excuse here like the yankees should be smarter than this they're in a playoff race um uh, you know, I, I don't know if they still think they can catch the Red Sox in the East, but they certainly are. They're leading the wild card uh, in the right. American League right now. Um, they should be smarter than this. They should. I mean, they're going to lose. I, I assume they're going to lose players to multiple multiple days. So uh, they second, got so, it. They got yeah. it. And key players too, like Patances and Gary Sanchez and whatnot. Um, speaking of the Yankees, uh, my first up here is um, Yankees <laughs> West. Uh, our Los Angeles Dodgers, um, who, by the way, won their 90th game uh, yesterday, which is insane. They're going to win. You know, we've called it here uh, long ago now. Um, they're not only going to win the World Series, but they're going to set a new record for number of victories in a season. 
Um, comfortably. Comfortably. Yeah, easily. Um, so uh, this some interesting. Um, there was some you know some interesting stories coming out of this week uh, from our headquarters in Yankees West. Um, Rich Hill uh, took a perfect game uh, into the ninth inning uh, on Thursday night or Wednesday night, and uh, he lost a, a perfect game on a, a, a pretty butchered ground ball <laughs> by <laughs> Logan Forsythe uh, at third base. It was yeah, I mean, it, it took a bad hop, but you know, in, and I think nerves probably got the best of him. But you got to make that play. <laughs> that's the uh, that's too bad. Um, uh, but you know, Rich Hill, to his credit, uh, kept his wits about him and uh, and ended the ninth inning, uh, having thrown a no hitter in nine. Uh, complete innings. The problem was the Dodgers didn't score. Um, nobody had scored, and so he went into extra innings. Uh, and for the first time in over five years, uh, a starting pitcher came out for the tenth inning, um, which is crazy. That's that it happens. It happens much more rarely than a perfect game, right? Like this is that's that's nuts. Um, but uh, his first his first batter, uh, he gave up a, a home run to end the game, <laughs> which is uh, pretty tragic. Uh, and and you feel bad for for Rich Hill. But you know, I think um, I think that, you know this is this is notable for several reasons. One, um, Saber uh, reported that this is the first time a pitcher has ever lost a perfect game on a ninth inning error. Um, and another group I've never heard Stat Center, which, which is spelled your way, the British way, Centre, um, <laughs> Centre, um, added that this is the first time a pitcher had ever lost a uh, no hitter on a walk off home run. Um, so uh, I guess doubly. Um, Special uh, for for Rich Hill, uh, but it, it it did bring up uh, memories of the 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 lost perfect game that Armando Galarraga threw against Cleveland, uh, the Tigers pitcher who's now out of ba- and was out of baseball two years later. It's very sad. Th- was throwing a perfect game. The last batter um, uh, was hit a little dribbler and was easily thrown out at first base, and the umpire inexplicably called him safe. Um, to end to end the, the perfect game bid, and the next batter made it out, uh, and it, very very sad. But it, people remember that more than they remember any other perfect game, unless yeah. it was your team. Um, yeah. it, which is pretty pretty. So maybe Rich Hill uh, will be remembered um, for for this one. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, what a, what a crazy night. And it was I, I crazy mean, Yankees. The, the, the Dodgers don't need anything anything additional to go well for them this season it's been such a phenomenal year for them but i did feel a bit for rich hill who struggled um uh during the early part of this year i say that with some knowledge given i had him on my fantasy team for a while <laughs> much to my own frustration but he, he pitched phenomenally i i kind of put the sound down on the nationals game and and watched um uh, a few of the the innings and he was pitching phenomenally well uh, the thing that really the thing that really will stick with me is just how sheepish and ashamed Logan Forsyth looks <laughs> after the after the error. He he just looked like he looked like he'd really boobed and he was like <laughs> he just wanted to he wanted to leave the field there and then. You know <laughs> you have to stand there and then it went into extra innings. You just have to get on with the game. But he just looked like he wanted to cry and go and give Richard a hug and say sorry. <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> uh, what's your next up? Uh my next up is um back to the Tigers, I'm afraid. <laughs> Um, this is a little a little less timely than our um, uh, uh, carnage at Comerica. Com- <laughs> um, uh, Ian Kinsler. Um, Ian Kinsler is a fucking cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the end. I'll, you know, <laughs> My next up is... <laughs> 
just a total cock. He has got into, um, you know, the, so this is a this is a few a few, a few days ago now. But um, he uh, in a game in which uh, Angel um, Hernandez was uh, uh, behind the plate umpiring, calling balls and strikes, got into a. Um, a, a full-on row with uh, Hernandez about a, a ball. I think it was a, a ball um, or a strike that should have been a ball. Apparently, they'd been drawing all the way through the, the game and he just completely lost his temper and really, really ripped Hernandez, got ejected. Mm. I guess, you know, that happens. That's kind of fine. But after the game, he went on a rant to journalists in the clubhouse uh, really, really ripping Hernandez and saying that he thought that Hernandez should be tossed out of the game, that he should he should be forced to quit as an umpire. Yep. And I just think that is way over the line. I think that is way over the line. You know, you can disagree about um, the quality of, of umpiring. You can disagree about a particular call. But to to angrily demand that somebody lose their livelihood, I just think is is ultra- douchey i mean yeah. it's just really lame yeah i mean i mean the umpires don't make that much money like it's not like they're if they were they were also multi-millionaires maybe maybe the, the accountability should be a little bit uh i mean to be and clear angel hernandez is a really... horrible umpire but sure uh... sure 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 no i'm not i'm not this isn't i'm not trying to defend angel hernandez i didn't actually yeah, even no. see the call in question but they can't speak out for themselves in a way that that players can and it just it, it just i'm not saying that he shouldn't have called that decision out but to go all the way to calling for the guy to lose his livelihood i just think is is really bush league uh, the umpires um wore white uh, bands on their wrists to protest the abuse they feel like they're getting from the players i don't particularly feel like it's any worse or any better than it has been in the past and the umpires were told that they would be fined if they did it again um, literally just wearing a, a white a white band on their on their wrist. So I, and that's it bullshit just, too. They they should definitely be able is, to do that. Yeah, that's bullshit. There's a little thing called the First Amendment to the United States Constitution, but um, <laughs> but the the thing that the thing that um, uh, really really has pissed on my chips is the uh, punishment for uh, uh, Kinsler. He got fined ten thousand dollars, but not suspended. Yep. Now they're saying that's a huge fine. It's like a really big deal. Um, uh, and it is a bigger fine than usual. A lot of players are getting fined one thousand dollars, two and a half thousand dollars. But Kinsler gets paid eleven million dollars this season. Yep. And so a ten thousand dollar fine, I just think was, uh, I think that's an insult. I yeah, it's less than he's getting paid per game, right? Like, that's crazy. Yep. A lot. Less. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it did. Um, looking at um, uh, looking at uh, uh, suspensions, though. Um, I was researching uh, whether $10,000 was genuinely a, a lot of money. And it is higher than most of the suspensions that players get. But players have lost more money than $10,000 because of um, uh, suspended games coming with losing their money for those games. So there's people have lost more than $10,000. But uh, as a fine without also being suspended games, $10,000 is a bunch of money. But it also it did turn up um, a suspension from 2012. Um <laughs> Uh, uh, a Cleveland uh, player, um, uh, Chris Perez. Yeah, Chris Perez. Yeah, he t- he tweeted. Let me find this tweet. Uh, it was after a, a like a, a benches clearing uh, uh, incident. He he tweeted. Um, a huge win for the team tonight. Time to 
time for a sweep to tell the royals it's not our time it's hashtag tribe time p.s you hit us we hit you period (laughs) this was back in 2012 when subtle you the new phenomenon. He got fined $750. <laughs> Probably had that in change in his pocket. Anyway, Ian uh, Kinsler is a cock, like I said. Chris Perez, fun side note, um, was uh, arrested at, when he was a Cleveland Indian. I don't know, maybe he wasn't arrested, but he was fined, I don't know, ticketed. Don't, he had uh, a package of marijuana sent to him over the internet addressed to his dog. <laughs> it was addressed to his dog. <laughs> yeah. Genius. Uh, my speaking of dogs, um, I want to talk about Rally Cat. We haven't talked about Rally Cat on this show, which is surprising because I, uh, you know, we both own uh, cats and we both well, like baseball. Um, but are, are you familiar with the Rally Cat phenomenon? Yeah. Okay. So this is just for better maintenance, and I'm sure you're aware. But uh, this was, this happened earlier this month. Uh, like a, a cat wandered onto a really cute cat wandered onto uh, the field at a Cardinals game, and. The you know it was it was pretty crazy uh, the trying to wrangle um, the cat and get him off the field. Uh, turns out there's a saying about all that like trying to, uh, but the next very next so the cat like bit the the employee or the I guess the grounds crew guy and like there's <laughs> really great <laughs> gifts you should go look this up. Um, but the very next batter uh, Yadier Molina hit a grand slam on the next pitch, um, so hence the name Rally Cat. Um, but so the, the Cardinals employee that like was able to finally get the cat off the field, um, just basically got him off the field and the cat ran away. Like the went off, like went off somewhere. Um, they didn't know where rally cat went. Uh, and then they think they found him a couple days later. Or I, you know, I don't know how long later, but after that game, I mean, just another cat that looked a lot like rally cat. And I guess there's some, I don't know the, they think this is actually rally cat. Um, there's some reasons to believe it would be pretty rare to find another cat that looks so um, so similar in a, in a similar spot. But now there's a feud between the Cardinals and the St. Louis Feral Cat Outreach Society. <laughs> um, they, so they want, they're in a feud over who gets to keep the cat. Um, the Cardinals consider the cat theirs, and they were trying to do this big celebration, a welcome home thing for them, and the, and the nonprofit organization is like, no, you can't do that. That's literally bad for, the, for an animal. Um, uh, so this is the quote. That came out a couple days ago uh, from a lawyer for Rally Cat. <laughs> I don't know. A lawyer on Rally Cat's behalf. Um, speaking about the Cardinals here, the priorities of the club appear inconsistent with the goals and mission of the St. Louis Feral Cat Outreach. The C the C the S L F C O is aware of the ability and desire of the Redbirds to commercially exploit Rally Cat. However, commercial exploitation simply must take a back seat to which is right. For this four-legged furry creature, <laughs> this is—I just love that there's a legal fight over a cat in, in a baseball team. Um, so this lawyer, uh, Albert Watkins, um, also uh, previously represented uh, a teenager who sold South Butt parody merchandise, uh, parodying the <laughs> North Face, uh, like you know fleeces and, and stuff. <laughs> so, I just thought that was interesting. So I, I like this lawyer. I like this uh, rally cat. Um, so more power to you. Yeah, the. <clears throat> uh, sorry, no, I was gonna, it's gonna make a cat joke, but I don't think it's appropriate. <laughs> um, my third one is uh, uh, also a little old, but one I wanted to raise up. Um, I posted on Battery 
underscore mates twitter account last night a, a really interesting piece from deadspin about um how mlb teams have really taken to um including um uh, gay fans um having lgbt nights um and um having formal relationships with uh, uh groups representing people from the lgbt community um only four teams now across the the whole of the majors have not had a, a formal a pride night or a you know out at the park night um i'm not sure who those four are but um it kind of it almost surprised me that there are four that still haven't done it but it's great that the 26 have um and it kind of sent me down a, a rabbit hole of, of of looking at um some related stories and um there's a story uh, i wanted to talk about from uh, uh, uh almost three weeks ago matt joyce um an outfielder for the the oakland athletics got a two-game um, suspension without pay um, uh, at the beginning of the month for uh, what the ESPN story calls directing an anti-gay slur towards a fan um, when they were playing in, in Anaheim. Uh, it doesn't say what the anti-gay slur is, but I'm sure you can you can imagine. Mm-hmm. That in itself is, uh, you know, depressing and, and um, uh, you know, disappointing, but... The response to it, I thought, was really interesting. They suspended him for two games. Don't get me into why Ian Kinsler should have also been suspended for some games. But the point is that that it's good. They suspended him for two games. They suspended him for two games without pay. And they are taking the money that the the, 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 the A's organization is taking that money and and giving it to an LGBT uh, community organization. Um, uh, In addition... Uh, Joyce is going to go uh, and take part in public outreach initiatives with um, LGBT organizations um, and use his time um, in in a thoughtful way. And he posted on Twitter a a really, you know, not one of these kind of bullshitty, um, sorry if anyone took offense kind of non-apologies, but a a thoughtful, you know, the guy obviously at some point in his life has been has had that language around him as just a thing that you can use as a term of abuse. And um, he seems to have been really thoughtful about it. And it seems to have been a, a moment that is has taught him and made him a better person and it's benefited the community. And, you know, a lot of people I think have, have learned from the incident and it just, it just is a nice, a nice, a nice thing to have happened. Obviously it's not nice that he directed a, a slur at somebody, but I, the, the whole thing just, you know, Everyone from top to bottom has handled that in exactly the right way. Yeah, no, that's right. Um, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know anything to add to that um, beyond. I, I think that uh, it's nice to see things like that handled correctly. Um, you kind of expect. Things, yeah, you kind of think you'd be fucked up. Um, my last up here is I was going to do. I was going to talk a little bit about the um, the the great Jonah Carey piece uh, about uh, Tommy Lasorda getting the exposed mascot tossed out of a game. If you haven't read that, you should go read it. It's an amazing story, but it's a little long. And I, I think um, uh, to get, to actually do it justice, you should just read it. Um, I, I want to, this factoid that uh, if you follow us on Twitter, you probably already saw um, is one of the, my memos. Uh, the, when, when I, when I remember that I learned something new about baseball every day, um, uh, this is a great example of that. This has literally happened uh, in, in a Cleveland baseball game. In 1919, uh, Indians pitcher Ray Caldwell was struck by lightning with two out in the ninth. <laughs> Cleveland was leading the A's 2-1. to one. 
Caldwell was knocked unconscious, then no revived. <laughs> yeah, he was then revived and went on to retire Joe Dugan on a ground ball to end the game. <laughs> this, is, this is 1919. The guy was struck by lightning, <laughs> knocked unconscious, revived, and they made him stay in the game and pitched the last batter. Oh, baseball is great. Uh, they, didn't, they, didn't want to, they didn't want to bring anyone from the bullpen in because of the, they'd already had the pace of play situation with the, the guy being knocked out in the first place. I think if that happened today, they would end the game. Yeah, yes. It's, it would probably be terrifying to watch, right? Uh, I mean, not safe to continue the game for sure. Someone on the field just got struck by lightning. <laughs> oh, think uh, of the gifts, though. Great gifts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we take a quick word from our sponsor? Yes, we need the money this week. Yeah. This episode of Battery Mates is brought to you by the petition to replace Confederate statues in New Orleans with statues of Louisiana hero Britney Spears. She's already earned her star in the Walk of Fame, and now it's time for her home state to honor the Kentwood native. Dear Governor John Bell Edwards, do the right thing. Replace the Confederate statues with an actual Louisiana hero and influential human being, Brittany fucking Spears. So you can sign the petition on change.org. All right. Thanks. Thanks, uh, the, the petition signers and organizers. It's amazing you had the, the funds for this... this um, this little spot, but hey, you know, more power to you. That Soros money <laughs> goes a long way. <laughs> so we want to do something a little different um, this this episode. I'm going to take some, you know, we don't often do this, but we want to actually take some time to hear what's on your mind, uh, Battery Mates Nation. Um, occasionally we do get uh, some questions or some uh, some feedback even. You know, sometimes people just want to hear us talk about a topic that hasn't hasn't come up on the program. Um, so we have a, a couple questions. You want to, you ready to take some take some yeah, questions? Yeah, let's here? take them. All right. First question. First um, uh, question comes from uh, Jaff Gabriel. Um, Gubril. Gubril. Sorry. Uh, Gubril. Jaff. 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 He asks, uh, "What are uh, Matthew's top five favorite movies?" Considering he doesn't like any of the movies we watch, yeah, I, I mean, I, he said he said I don't like any baseball movies, but I've only watched two, <laughs> and and you know I didn't I didn't hate either of them. I've got a lot of abuse for you watched three. Giving... You saw League of Their Own, League of Their Own, The Natural, Bull Durham. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Well, Bull Durham was bad, but I've got I've had a lot of abuse <laughs> for saying that Bull Durham wasn't very good. Um, people being DMing me, um, just a you know, just filthy, unpleasant language. There's no need um, uh, for it, Justin. Um, the uh, my top five. So what I'm trying to say is, there's lots of baseball movies left to see, and I, I don't, I wouldn't. I, it's too early to say that I don't like any baseball movies. Yeah, I'm not going to rule out the fact that I'm not going to like any baseball movies, but it's too early to say that's definitely going to be what's happening. You liked Leave I, Their Own, didn't you? I it was okay. Okay. You gave yeah. three balls? Um, I, yeah, I think that, I gave that, that one three got a third balls. Ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's, there are no four balls or, or five balls um, available for any baseball movies yet. So, okay, I'm not a big fan of the movies I've seen so far, but there are others yet to, to look at. Um, the movies I do like, Goodfellas, Godfather 2, Born Identity, Godfather 3, and Star Wars. 
You say Godfather 2 and 3, not Godfather 1. I'm sorry, Godfather 1. Godfather 1. Thanks for correcting me. I was like, Godfather 3. I would have been on the record as history's greatest monster. (laughs) (laughs) Godfather 1. And and the fifth one is Star Wars. Star Wars. Okay. Okay. Um, Just that, the episode 4 or whatever the first one was? No, no, no. Star Wars, the 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 entire war okay okay that, okay that's fair you, you get to yeah. choose star war covers the all of the all of the movies um <laughs> all right um and and thanks to joff for um asking what matthew's favorite movies are. I, I i don't need to i'm not gonna i'm not gonna weigh in um well, to know what your favorite movies yeah, are I, I don't even want to know so uh could i, could I just um, recommend that people watch the 39th, a movie about a state Senate election in Chicago. It's, I watched it and it's very, very good. It is good. Yes. State representatives race. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we actually, we shouldn't talk about that. We're still negotiating a, uh, a sponsorship deal. Um, and the, Ooh, sorry. The, term, the terms, let's just say we haven't reached them. So okay. uh, <laughs> David Dewerstein wants to know what we think about. Double, double stone. Du- oh, sorry. David uh, Dubberston. Uh, yeah, we're, I'm really bad. It's early. I'm getting bad at. I'm bad at pronunciation. Yeah. Uh, so he sent us this link to uh, an ESPN story on it, what literally uh, was titled um, "Skunk in the Outfield: How the Most Epic Trick Play in History Broke Baseball." <laughs> um, I had never heard of this. Had you? Uh, I'd never heard of this. No. Yeah. So this is a high school game um, where. Some, uh, you know, I will summarize it quickly, but the, the, the coach uh, of this high school uh, team was pretty notorious for coming up with trick plays or having um, weird things, doing weird things to try to get an advantage in baseball. So he came up with this play called Skunk in the Outfield. And this is, it's, it's kind of like a um, delayed steal or, um, uh, so the, there's a pretty common play, a trick play, where you have a runner on, runners on first and third and you're trying to get that runner home from third. And the runner from first takes off for second while the pitcher still has the ball. And so in the confusion, uh, the pitcher, uh, you know, sometimes they'll, like, be caught off guard and balk, and the, the both runners get to advance safely. Sometimes they'll step off and, like, run at the runner um, who's, who's taken off from first base, and the runner from third can run home or try. And sometimes they'll throw it a second or throw it away. or You know, it's a lot of – you're basically introducing – uh, chaos into this the system, um, and and oftentimes it forces the team to make a mistake, and you score a run. You're you're basically sacrificing that runner going first to second. But so this is a, a a play on that. It's called Skunk in the Outfield, and the play is this: the the, the runner on first runs into right field. Which is like, <laughs> I, I, you, you might think that's not legal. That cannot be legal. Well, it turns out, uh, and I don't know if this is still the case, but the, the definition of the baseline, you know, everybody, everything, everybody's initial reaction is, oh, you run into right field, you're out of the baseline, you're out. <clears throat> That's not true, apparently. Um, I, uh, I, I really think um, this is something that I learned, you know, like I said, learns the new every day. But the baseline is defined as a runner is out when, one, he runs more than three feet, three feet away from his base path to avoid being tagged. Runner's base path is established when the tag attempt occurs and is a straight line from the runner to the base he's attempting to reach safely. So the baseline question doesn't even come into play until there's a tag being made on him. This is amazing, and obviously this is, this is what the, the coach was trying to exploit. So the runner goes into right field and basically stops 
and just he's basically tr- he's trying to in- entice the uh, the team to come after him. Um, and so this they did this in a game. Uh, they were up. They were, they were the team that was down uh, a couple runs and was trying to get a, a late rally going. And the, so they had a runner run into right field, and it took uh, a, I think um, a minute and fifty one seconds uh, to, to resolve this play. Um, it was the longest play uh, in I guess in record in the history of this league. Apparently, um, it, it, basically what ended up happening is the team didn't know what the hell to do. And just kind of eventually stopped, and the runner from in right field just ran back to first base. <laughs> That's the great thing about the play is it caused such chaos, and there was uh, outrage in in, in um, the dugouts and outrage from the from the fans. Apparently, a thousand people watching this game. It was a state championship yeah. playoff game or something. Um, the whole play lasted for two minutes, and it ended with the the player sheepishly wandering back to first base and everything carrying on as as normal uh pretty pretty amazing and i'm surprised it must, it must the baseline rule must be changed or you would have seen somebody joe madden would have tried this in, in the major leagues right. certainly right but this 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 play came out of a, an old pamphlet that the uh, the coach or friend of the coach had found um and one of the things that got mentioned that i then um took a little look around on youtube for was um, players intentionally uh, uh, running past third base, so just cutting, not not running past third base, but like taking a shortcut oh, from right. halfway down the second to third base line, and and uh, you know, uh, in a high school game, there are fewer umpires. I think two, maybe yeah. two. Yep. Uh, so it, there's there's videos on YouTube of players just completely skipping third base to come home, and the umpires just not noticing. <laughs> It's really spectacular. <laughs> um, I, I believe Battery Mates Nation has been treated to. Um, I have the. It's very warm, so I have the window open, so you're hearing a lot of uh, ephemera from the streets of Chicago. Um, and that is a that's a siren. You're, we're we're living in real cities. Um, so uh, another question for or anything else you wanted to talk about from skunk skunk no i just i appreciate um uh uh dubberston uh sending that in because it was a great read and we'll post it again on on uh uh, the battery mates uh social media accounts uh because it's a really it's a really really good read just partly for the the trick plays but also partly for the uh just how amusing the outrage uh, fans came to game, the game the next day with giant signs about, uh, uh, to express their outrage about the, this this trick play. It was a, it's, a, it's a really good read about um, uh, high school high school baseball. Um, so another question here from uh, Ben Bruski. No, I what I'm really having Ben Busky. Ben Busky. Uh, ben Busky says um, you can change one rule besides the DH. What is it? It's a it's a really good question. Yeah, and um, it's dis. Uh, the, I don't know if this was on purpose, but the one rule I would change is the DH. So, I'm gonna, <laughs> it's a good question, but I'm slightly irritated that that's the uh, that's the thing. I, I I'd say that the the one rule I would um, it's it's difficult. There's three or four. I think that the the rule I would like to change is um, not being able to make. A pitching change during an inning. Oh, to prohibit that. Yes, 
I, I, might, I was going the same direction there. Wow. Uh, I, I wouldn't do that necessarily. I would say limit the number of pitching changes you can make in an inning to one or something like that. Because um, that really gets, that's where it really gets irritating. Um, you know, like it's, you get three or four pitching changes in, in an inning. I think you got to just make the pitchers wear it if they're really struggling, uh, barring an injury, of course. Barring um, an injury, of course. Right. Of course. But proper injuries. You can't just be like, oh, my knee hurts a little bit. The way he I phrased it, he yeah, the way he phrases this, I'm pretty sure he's ruling out what my my initial reaction would have been, which is to add the DH to the National League, which is, <laughs> he, yeah, he's saying besides the DH, so I guess that applies to both of us. So um, Yeah. Thanks, Boone. Um, that was a good question. I um, So uh, th- that this has been uh, pretty damn fun, to actually paying attention to what our ba- Battery Mates Nation is saying. I, uh, we, we usually never open. read what people I know. post. At all, it's usually just bollocks. It's but... you know, it's August. And there's nothing going on. Yeah, the seasons. Yeah. Um, so what uh, are you doing? And, for... and th- th- this isn't the only stuff we got sent. This is right. just the least this worst. Is, yeah, this is this is the stuff that's even worth putting on the air. So, um, <laughs> my uh, before we wrap up here, what are you what are you doing to celebrate Players Weekend? To celebrate Players Weekend, I am. Um, uh, I've got um, a T-shirt. Um, just like a white fruit of the loom type T-shirt okay. and a big marker pen, and I'm going to make up the stupidest possible nickname for myself and write <laughs> it on the back and wear it around <laughs> all weekend. Oh, what do you what do you think it's going to be? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we could uh, maybe we could throw that out to Battery Mates Nation. I'm sure Juff Gobrol has got some ideas. <laughs> Actually, just Juff would be good. Juff. Um... <laughs> Uh, that's, that's great. Um, I, I'm actually going to Cleveland for players weekend just to honor the players. Um, uh, it's their weekend, you know, it's, it's nice to have a weekend for them because they, I mean, they do it for the love of the game. They don't get compensated. Um, (laughs) uh, people are are never, um, flattering or nice. They never get any praise. There's no attention for them. So it's nice. We're taking a weekend to kind of say, you know, thank you. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, you know, I, I think, I assume most people are. I'm. I've written cards to all all the Cleveland baseball club players. Yes, cards. Um, I assume sending flowers to Bryce Harper. Yeah, I mean, this is. It's just you know, it's nice to do the little things that um, just make make sure they know um, we know they're there. I, I think. I think that's the thing we don't want them to forget is that. Uh, Joking aside, the 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 jerseys are really really great. They are great. It is so annoying how expensive they are. I'm I not. I, I, I don't want to be too parsimonious about this, but two hundred dollars for a Sean Doolittle jersey is that's just a lot of money. Yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of money spent, and then you almost inevitably in the next, as soon as three months from now, <laughs> like you're like, oh, this player doesn't play on my team anymore. <laughs> it's, right. It's, uh, or 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 even worse, continues to play on our team, but turn out outs themselves as a massive Trump fan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen to Sean Doolittle, but um, imagine if you'd spent two hundred dollars on a Trevor Bauer shirt. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. This is why I, I I've only broken the rule of buying. Uh, I, I set this rule for myself because Cleveland, especially, uh, you usually don't. Um, we don't keep players forever, uh, especially the good ones. So I broke the first time I, I broke uh, this rule of, of buying a, a T-shirt with the name on the back was for Francisco Lindor, uh, because he's so great. Uh, and he's going to be on the team for five or six years. So yeah, he'll stay. He, well, he's, he's under, you know, he was, they brought him up and I got one right away. So, you know, I feel, I feel good about that, but, uh, yeah, I'm not, 
I'm not going to buy a, a Bauer outage. No, I broke the rule for Sean Doolittle. I bought, I bought um, not the players' weekend jersey, but just a a, a t a t shirt with uh, with with Doolittle on the on the back. Um, because I felt like even if he leaves next year or the year after, he's going to continue to be a liberal. So I've got that going for me. <laughs> Well, happy Players Weekend, everybody. Uh, you've listened to a, a great episode of Battery Mates. Um, it's always good to be with you, Matthew, and with you, Battery Mates Nation. Um, but uh, I guess with that, we'll wrap this up. That's the ball game. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.